WWE Universe, the DLU Podcast is now a brand affiliate of WWEShop.com. That's right. Get all of your latest merchandise from your favorite WWE superstars and wear them proud. So whether it's CM Punk, Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, the Tribal Chief himself, Roman Reigns, and legends like Bret the Hitman Hart, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and so many more. Did I mention championship belts? That's right. Get all of your favorite championship belts through the years, including that favorite Spinner WWE Championship. But also, if you're an NFL fan, you can get your very own team championship belt. If you're a Cowboys fan, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, heck, if you're an LA Rams fan, it doesn't matter. The WWE shop will have your belt for you. So once again, go to the link that's in the description and you can go to the DLU podcast, wweshop.com affiliate page where you can get all of your favorite merchandise. Get yours now. This podcast is a Believe Network and Luciete production. Welcome to another edition of the D. Podcast, brought to you by Believe Network. I'm your host, Derek T. Lewis, and I hope you all are having a fantastic week. You know, this past weekend, I was at the world-famous Monster Factory for Factory Reboot. And let me just say this. That was one of the most fun shows that I've been a part of in my five-and-a-half-year tenure at the Monster Factory. The fans just brought it. It was an energy that I hadn't felt in a while. Number one, fans were actually cheering for me, which was like like me, really, ring announcer. And a fan actually brought a sign for me. And he wanted me to sign it, and I took a picture with him. So kudos to, you know, all the, the, the men and women, you know, that was on the card that performed, gave it their all, and gave the fans, you know, more than their money's worth, for sure. But I'm going to hop right into this episode because this is probably one of the biggest weeks in the history of professional wrestling. Gabby is joining us again. You know, huge kudos to Gabby for always taking the time out to, you know, contribute, you know, to the show on the wrestling end. But we were going to talk about, you know, the injury to Seth Rollins and, of course, this weekend's Royal Rumble. But holy crap, there's huge news that just took place where the WWE is moving Monday Night Raw to Netflix and The Rock is now the member of the board of directors for TKO, which is the, obviously the group that uh, Endeavor owns that manages the UFC and the WWE. So we talk about that, what this means in the interim and the future, what this means for the industry, what it means for all of us as consumers. I'm excited, and let's not wait any longer. Me and Gabby talking wrestling starts right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a treat. We have a lot to cover, but I can't do it by myself. Welcome back, the one and only Gabby. How are you? 
Hey, how are you? Long time no chat. <laughs> I know. And um, initially, we were going to talk about just the Royal Rumble and obviously talk about, you know, the, the Seth Rollins injury. But this week kind of threw us a curveball. So let's get right into it. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, the Royal Rumble and everything in, in just a little while. But the blockbuster news that sent the pro wrestling world into a frenzy. Monday Night Raw, which has basically been on a staple on the USA Network for the last 31 years, with the exception of five years when it moved to um, the Nashville Network, TNN, then of course that turned into Spike TV, which is now a Paramount Plus, or however you want to call it. They are moving to Netflix, effective January 2025. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know read some excerpts from Variety and um, go over the specifics, and then we'll get right into the conversation about it. In a major shakeup, WWE has struck a deal with Netflix that will see its flagship weekly live pro wrestling show beginning airing exclusively on a streaming giant beginning in January 2025. That will mark the first time in its three-decade history that Raw has not aired new episodes on a linear television network. The deal is valued at $500 million per year, for 10 years, or a whopping $5 billion commitment by the streamer. Netflix has the option to opt out after the initial five years and to extend for an additional 10 years. Sources say the WWE's currently current five-year deal for the U.S. rights to Raw with NBC Universal is worth approximately $250 to $260 million a year. We're excited to have WWE Raw with this huge and passionate multi-generational fan base on Netflix, said Netflix Chief Content Officer Bella Bajaria. By combining our reach, recommendations, and fandom with WWE, we will be able to deliver more joy and value for their audiences and our members. Raw is for the best of sports entertainment, blending great characters and storytelling with live action 52 weeks a year, and we're thrilled to be in this long-term partnership with WWE. WWE's current deal with NBC Universal has Raw airing on USA Network until October 2024. According to an individual with knowledge of the situation, exactly where Raw will air between the end of that deal and the beginning of the next Netflix deal is still being determined. Under the deal, Netflix will become the exclusive home to Raw in the U.S., Canada, the UK, Latin America, and other territories once the deal begins, with more countries and regions being added over time. Netflix will also become the television home for all WWE shows outside of the US. That includes fellow weekly shows SmackDown and NXT, as well as annual live events like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and the Royal Rumble, as well as documentaries, original series, and additional projects. In its relatively short history, Netflix is engineered a phenomenal track of record storytelling, said Nick Khan, WWE president. We believe Netflix, as one of the world's leading entertainment brands, is the ideal long-term home for, for Raw's live, loyal, and ever-growing fan base. I'll just end it right there. This is, I mean, truly game-changing. Absolutely. I, I mean, give give me your thoughts on that. So it's funny if you think about our conversation that we had in like December where you made a comment that you thought that they should go to Amazon. Right. And they should go to streaming. So it's so interesting that they ended up going to Netflix on streaming, which is what you you said like 
over a month ago. It was so wild. Like, I'm just, I'm very shocked. I did not see that coming. Everyone talked about, you know, the Warner deals and other various stations. I never saw Netflix as a viable option. So I was truly shocked. And I, we talked about this before, I love being shocked. I love when I yeah. get news and it's not what it didn't leak anywhere nope. there were no rumors there was nothing so i love that love that that, that news broke at around seven in the morning um on a tuesday yeah and i texted you and was like what is this <laughs> yeah i i was just like wait what i'm mm -hmm. like you you've got to be kidding me because it to me I thought that the amazon thing would make sense because you figured they already have a true a proven track record with the NFL because they do mm -hmm. Thursday night football. I'm like, okay. And not to mention the fact I was looking at the endless possibilities of Amazon prime mm -hmm. with WWE shop where people can get their t-shirts and merchandise within two days instead of, you know, the, the typical song and dance seven to 10 business days, or whatever you call it when WWE shop or fanatics, which I am a partner of, by the way, you can click the link in the uh, bio and also in the description area area in the uh, podcast description. But, I was thinking on those lines because I'm thinking, man, Amazon and WWE is like peanut butter and jelly. It just goes together. Absolutely. But Netflix? Yeah, I was I, just I like, just didn't see it coming. But if you really think about it, the average I'm, I'm just talking about just in the in the continental United States, the average the average person has Netflix. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme. Granted, you may have people that can get access to Amazon Prime, that can get access to Hulu, that can get access to all of these streaming, you know, obviously now Peacock and everything. Because initially I thought that Peacock would be an option, duh, since they mm -hmm. already have an existing relationship with them. But and somehow, but they're keeping the network though. So if you think about all of their products are on various channels, like there is no, there's no one company that has a handful of the things. So I think that's interesting too to look at, like that you still have SmackDown on one place. You've right. got Raw on one place. You've got NXT. You've got, you know what I mean? I think it's interesting too. Their, their streaming app is on another place. So. Right. But here's, but here's the interesting thing. They were talking about how they're going to be show. They're going to be get, adding more WWE, you know, program in regards to documentaries and all these things. Now, mind you, the Peacock deal is they have two years remaining on that. Mm -hmm. It would not shock me if the WWE network moves to Netflix. Let's see. Let's pin this and come back in two years. Because, <laughs> because it, I mean, the writing's mm -hmm. on the wall. Yeah. Because if you mean to tell me that you're going to, in addition to, in addition to Raw, we're going to throw you, granted, some, some occasional PLEs, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. We're going to have these documentaries. And they're not doing it on Peacock? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it only makes sense to do that, that the WWE Network could be moving to Netflix, especially the money that they're throwing at them. We're talking about $5 billion. $5 billion. Insane. They're going to get their money's worth and then some. And to me, think about it. All of their programming now is truly going to be in 4K because that's what Netflix is. So it's funny. My husband actually brought that up too. He's like, I wonder if it will be in 4K now because Netflix has the capability to do 4K. Mm -hmm. um, and they obviously have the equipment because we've seen it. They teased it before on SmackDown. So we know they can't do it. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to play out.
it's crazy because I still remember in 2008 when WWE first went to HD, how that was a huge, huge mm -hmm. deal then. This is January 2008 when they went to HD. They went from standard to HD. And we've been so spoiled, you know what I mean, with all our, you know, our, you know, obviously with, with, with technology and the advance of it, the advancement of it rather, with all of these, you know, new newer televisions. First it was 720, then it was 1080p. Then it's, you know, all these other things. And then now 4K is like the norm now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and these TVs are so affordable. Where back in the day, 15 years ago, it was a lot of money. In, a lot of people couldn't get those on the regular. Now they just give away TVs now because you it's get the a norm. TV for Everyone, 200 bucks. You absolutely. You can, a you can get a, a 60. You probably can get a 65 inch easy for like $200. Insane. On a good day. So I think the possibilities are endless in this, in this um, partnership. Again, they have a full year to, you know, do what they're going to do in, in getting this done. But the interesting part about it is the Monday Night Raw USA deal is up this October. Mm -hmm. Now, me, again, I have no, I'm not privy to anything. I don't know. But I could totally see as a temporary fix Monday Night Raw being on Peacock from October to, to January. Your thoughts? You know what? I didn't even think about that, actually. So I'm kind of here for it. I kind of want to see where they end up. I'm very curious to see how this all ends up playing in the long run. Because I obviously, we know it's business. So we know there's a long game. We know there's stuff that we don't know about, which, again, great. Love a good secret. So I'm very, I'm very uh, apprehensive to see where this lands. I'm very happy. Yeah, and I'm uh, again. Congratulations to you know, I, and I and I'll say this, and I think I told you this yesterday. Nick Khan has basically been a move. He is a mover and a shaker in the entertainment industry. You know, you hear, you know, if you ever if you ever watch, you know, First Take, mm -hmm. Molly Molly Kurum has nothing but good things to say about Nick Khan. Stephen A. Smith has nothing but good things to say about Nick Khan. And like, obviously he is the ultimate, you know, businessman. So it's, it's good that now he can just focus on the business deals and triple H can strictly run the wrestling. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for the longest time, Vince McMahon, I ruled with an iron fist. Absolutely. So you basically cut Vince McMahon in half in, 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 in retrospect. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. I, I I literally couldn't believe. I'm like they're really moving to Netflix. I I told a um a coworker at my shoot job uh today about it. He was like, "Wait, Monday Night Raw is moving to Netflix?" I'm like, "Yeah," because he's a casual fan. Mm -hmm. But he 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 couldn't believe it. He was like, "That's monumental." Like, More is. eyes on the product, man. Like obviously, like you mentioned earlier, people have access to Netflix accounts, and if it's something different something that you haven't seen something cool something new, you're going to tune into it more so like i'm very excited to get some more fans in the space man agreed and i would say this though and i'm you know not to mention AEW, but if i'm tony khan i'm on the phone with nbc universal tomorrow in yeah. regards to possibility the possibility of moving collision to monday nights to fill in that space yeah because Nick Khan said it right now, there's really no competition. Mm -hmm. What's the this? I mean, this is a huge game changer because 
Screw ratings. Ratings don't mean a damn thing anymore. No, they don't. And to be honest with you, the Nielsen ratings has been kind of eh, kind of wonky for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. They're not what they used to be. No, 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 no. And, and, and you, you got guys like Vince Russo, and I, and I don't mean to bring him up, but he's talking about, bro, bro, they're losing ratings, bro. They losing rate because ratings aren't what they used to be 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. That like that that stuff like when you when you think about this how people consume entertainment, I don't care if it's football, I don't care if it's be- any sport or entertainment um entity, people are gonna either follow it on a streaming platform, or on Twitter or or, or social media. Mm-hmm. You can basically keep up with your favorite TV shows by just reading the timeline. Sometimes that's what I do. Honestly, if I don't have time to watch. Or if I'm in the middle of something where I cannot actually watch it, I can just log on to Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Right. And I can see in real, like, real time what's happening. It, I mean, it, it's crazy. And I mean, and, and I, I, I'm glad that this is a, a forward-moving idea and way of thinking because I think something like this needed to happen. It's just one of those mm-hmm. things. It's almost like this. How the music industry, right? Think about it. We How... how we consume music. Now, I grew up, you know, at the tail end of 8-track. Tell them my age mm-hmm. a little bit. So we, I had the 8-track. Obviously, I had the record player. You know, obviously, you had the um, LP, EP. Then you had the 45s. Then you had cassette tape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cassette tape was, 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 was the thing. Then, all of a sudden, compact disc comes around. And then, in the late 90s, Napster comes around. Game changer, Napster, and it was a game changer because now it's like okay, I could easily just download these files without having to go to the store, going to a music store. To you know what I mean? And of course, well, I think was Metallica that had raised Kane about it because it was almost like they were like losing Mm -hmm. royalties, you know, for music. So of course they had to you know come to a happy medium. And what happened after that? iTunes comes around, Mm -hmm. game changer. You know what I mean? And people were starting to buy music. It was it was iTunes and it was um all these different, you know, it was Google Play, then all these uh, it was there were so many different platforms where you could buy music, you know, Amazon uh, MP3, and then all of a sudden what happens? Pandora comes around. Mm-hmm. Streaming, Spotify, Apple Music, then you have Tidal, then you have all these different entities and now everyone everyone has an opportunity to play. So music had to evolve in regards to how the consumer, you know, gets, you know, what they're looking for. It's instantaneous. It's on our devices. So not Mm -hmm. only do we consume music that way, but now all of our viewing entertainment is the same way. You don't have to worry about, you know, going on the USA app, hoping that you can watch Raw and then you can go right on Netflix and watch it. Easily. From my phone, from anything. It, it's incredible, and that that wasn't the only news, y'all. That, that that wasn't the only news. Um, the the other piece of big news was that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is now the newest member of the TKO Group Board of Directors. Obviously, the 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 TKO Group is the company formed by Endeavor that merged the WWE and the UFC. And I'll give you some quotes, you know, from, you know, that that news. And he said that, well, it was Ariel, um, 
Area Manual that said, I'm thrilled to partner with Dwayne and welcome his immense talent to TKO's board. Dwayne brings an incredible track record of creating content and building globally recognized consumer brands, and he will play a key role in realizing our ambitions for TKO. Oh, it gets better. WWE added that it also entered a services and merchandising agreement with Johnson. Under that agreement, Johnson will provide promotional licensing and other services to the company. Johnson also gains full ownership of the trademark name The Rock as a part of an intellectual assignment agreement. Now, per the SEC filing for the announcement, Johnson will receive just over $30 million in TKO stock. That Ooh. filing also revealed that Johnson received $491,000 in royalty payments from the WWE in 2023. Following, quote, following the effective date, Mr. Johnson will continue to receive such annual royalties from WWE and will be entitled to receive royalties in connection with the sale of the licensed products that utilize and assign IP and his name, likeness, and other intellectual property rights in accordance with the services agreement, the filing states. Now, if that's not playing chess instead of checkers, I don't know what is. It's insane that that happened. I didn't see that one coming either. Yeah, I, and I heard mean, no rumblings. I, I, I heard nothing. Like I heard it just showed up on the news, and I was like, "Oh, hey, timeline. Let's click this link." I heard nothing. Which again, I love that things are being kept secret. And 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 again, this and this is no offense to some of the the really cool guys in the, mm -hmm. in the wrestling journalism space that are only going to report things that they hear from the actual viable source. So mm -hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use this episode to clown anybody that isn't so honest or anything and just giving opinion pieces appearing as fact. I'm just talking about the honest ones, Sean Ross Sapp, you and those those guys, those those people that really give actual correct news when it comes to uh, the world of professional wrestling. But I never saw, I'm, I was like, wait, The Rock? Mm -hmm. But then when it goes into detail, I'm like, wait a minute, $30 million in stock? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. And it, it, it's crazy to think, and I just saw the picture of The Rock and Triple H yesterday at the New York Stock Exchange, and I'm just saying, damn, like what a difference over 27 years makes. Mm-hmm. They were rivals, you know, in the ring, both storyline and a little personal, professional, you know, rivalry in the back. You know, you hear stories and things of that nature. And now it's grown man time now. You know what I mean? And and, and doing and getting into business. I think The Rock has has a proven track record of building businesses, building companies and being uber successful at them. The partnership that he's built, mm -hmm. you know, Under Armour, you know what I mean? All these things, obviously his own te tequila company, his own energy drink that's doing really, really well. So I mean, he does business with his ex-wife. Like, he's all about the business. Like, yes, ex-wife, it did not last long, unfortunately. But, like, at the end of the day, she still runs his companies. Like, he is absolutely a businessman, and business is never personal. Absolutely. And, uh, again, he's a guy that I always admired i again i was actually at that first match he had at madison square garden at survivor series 96 mm -hmm. i was a, as i can actually say as a fan i was a i was truly a part of his journey seen it firsthand mm -hmm. when he it was it was him he was the last one on his team versus gold dust 
and Crush. And everyone was chanting, Rocky, 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 when he was Rocky Maivia. And he won Survivor Series. And I'm just like, oh, man, no one saw that coming. So you knew the trajectory of where this guy was going to go. Now, obviously, the fans had soured on him a little bit. Mm -hmm. The Rocky sucks thing. He turns heel. And that was probably the best thing that could ever happen to him. And he turned into the phenomenon known as The Rock. And he is one of the most beloved human beings on the face of the earth. And I have the honor and privilege, for those that know or don't know, I am an actor also, still grinding out there. I actually auditioned for Young Rock their, their last season, and I auditioned for the role of Farouk, also known oh, wow. as Ron Simmons. Yes, I did. They were doing the Nation of Domination episode, and when my agent presented me with um, the audition, he's like, hey, you know, he's like, you watch wrestling, right? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, you know, he, what about this? What's this name, Nation of Domination? I said, I said, wait, I, and I had to explain to my agent <laughs> about what this was and how monumental this was in The Rock's career and how it turned it around. He was like, well, dude, he sounds like you want to eat it up. And I had so much fun. I did. I knew I had a feeling I wasn't going to get the role because of my height. Because yeah. if you look at Ron Simmons' stature and then The Rock, Two different, obviously. I think Rob Sims might be like six feet, six one. The Rock is like six mm -hmm. four, six five. And but it's because as far as that, I mean, I could do a pretty good. Damn, I can do that. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> you did good job. Oh, oh, thank it coming from you. I I appreciate that. But mm -hmm. the point is, is that he's has his hands in everything. So the fact that he's gone back home, you know, to WWE in so many ways, and is finding ways to contribute you know, to the product and the overall corporation, you know, the sky's the limit. And I just read this tweet from Triple H and I'm just singing, oh boy. He said, and this was from today. It says, what a way to cap off a historic day. These are the people that make it all possible. The dedication, passion, and work ethic of every single WWE employee is inspiring and humbling. Just one of many highlights of an unbelievable week and he put in um, parentheses, we're only halfway through, though, by the way. So there must be something else on the horizon. I'm sure. I'm, sure. I, I'm just like, what, what could be happening now? Like, it's unbelievable of these just these two announcements that's shifting the company into a different stratosphere right now. This reminds me, no lie, of where the WWF was. I want to say late 99, early 2000, when they were just surging ahead, ahead of WCW. Mm -hmm. Like they had, obviously they went public, you know what I'm saying? On the New York Stock Exchange. Th that was October 99. Then they opened a the restaurant in Times Square, which I was a frequent visitor of, by the way. I love that place, WWF New York. And the ratings were there. It was, it was WWF was doing incredible business. And that's a trickle down effect of the entire industry. They're entering in a totally different stratosphere now. And it just really goes to show you how fast the company is moving since a certain someone was removed from power. Mm -hmm. It's amazing the moves they're making, they're allowed to make. They're not being held, I hate to say held back, but they're not being held back anymore. It's like, all right, there's money to be made. There are things to do, there's business to be had. Let's go do it. I think Vince was trying to fit wrestling into this. Like he was trying to, he was hitting a brick wall. Mm -hmm. because he he because he, i think granted i think people there was a perception about vince you know what i'm saying but then now you're bringing in these outside people that may not be wrestling people 
but they're very privy to the business. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're able to, to have your move and shake. And then you get a guy like, you know, The Rock that's on the board of directors who has all the credibility in the world to make things happen from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. So, man, man, oh, man. So, again, congrats to, you know, the WWE. Congrats to everybody involved, all the wrestlers, all of the employees, you know, of TK, um, TK, you know, the TK group holdings, everyone involved in that. So, Kudos, kudos. Any last comments on either topic regarding Netflix and The Rock, you know, being on the board of directors? I think it's interesting that his daughter is the new GM of NXT. You know, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. She I, was officially named as GM last night by William Regal, who's back on TV. Yay. Um, it's very interesting how that all played out as well. I never thought about that because because I knew she had been doing it for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. I was just assuming that it was just. But I didn't realize that it was a um a thing. You yeah, that's I mean? a thing. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. This episode of the Delu Podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. So enough of that. We're going to put that to bed for now. You know, obviously, we're going to talk about um, this this weekend's Royal Rumble event. But before we get into the Royal Rumble, I do want to talk about a um, an injury that took place a week ago and we got further clarification on this past Monday's uh, Monday Night Raw with the the current uh, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins. Um, basically, it's he said the ACL is intact. So anybody knows anything about ligaments into the knee, the ACL is a big one. That one is good. The MCL will heal with time. You know, we'll get in there. We'll do some stuff. We'll check out the PRP to and do some rehab. So mm-hmm. he's hopeful that he'll get he'll gain full strength in about a month. So he may have dodged a bullet there in regards to that. So he may be able to compete at at WrestleMania. Um, when I initially heard when because I remember reading a tweet from Bully Ray mm-hmm. after that match with um with uh, Jinder Mahal, and mm-hmm. he said I don't like what I saw. That didn't look good. Mm-hmm. To my Seth Rollins, and I mean, and I mean, a wrestler knows, you know what I mean. If, if wrestlers know, you know what I mean. You never, you always side with, you know, this always with, with caution. You know what I'm saying. And a lot of wrestlers know when another wrestler's uh, injured, and and that and the the rumors have been lingering all all week that there could be an injury. And of course, you know, they put out a thing where oh, you know, Seth is going to give us an update on Raw. He comes out and he's yeah, obviously you can see the um. The wrapping on his 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 um left knee. I'm wondering, was that the same knee he injured in 2015 over in um over in Europe? I wonder. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder, was that the same knee? Because that literally came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, Seth and his knees just don't seem to get along in general. I'm not sure if that's a specific one, but I do think that Seth is a fighter. So I think that even if there was a possibility he would miss Mania, he would not miss Mania. I think for what's at stake, I think he's going to try his best to mm -hmm. ensure that he is he's going to be at WrestleMania in Philadelphia because I mean there I mean there's so much you know banking on this one. There's so and again we don't know what the card's going to be. And obviously, you know, going into the Royal Rumble, and we're going to talk about that right now. I'm curious to see, you know, what's going to happen. Obviously, this past Monday, you know, when Seth Rollins was in the ring, of course, the Intercontinental Champion Gunther comes out with Imperium. And he basically told him, hey, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. And when I do, I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, man, I said, what if? I said, what if? He goes in there and and uh, as the Intercontinental Champion and walk and do and do an Ultimate Warrior and come out with both titles. That would be something. I love it, but I also just love Mania season in general because you never know what could happen, especially now that we're actually getting the surprise factor. And I'm sorry, I keep bringing this up. You never know what's going to happen now. You don't know how Mania is going to turn out. Like I just, I I'm here for it. it. I'm here I for it, man. I love it. Now the promo between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes was a master's class. Ooh, baby. I don't care what nobody says, you know, and what really made me mad was there was a fan in particular, and I'm, I'm not going to even give his Twitter account any credit, mm -hmm. but he says something about, oh, well, you know, they should have, they should have, uh, I'm only paraphrasing, but they say, oh, they should have mentioned something about their past in AEW. I'm just like, what? what? WWE does never mention AEW. If you so why would they anything, start now? Listen, if you know anything about that company, and I've been watching the WWE products since 1983, they do not promote or mention the competition which Never. i don't think is really competition but they don't mention any other wrestling companies the only time they ever mm -hmm. right like when um i'll give you an example when dusty Rhodes went to the wwf in night in the summer of 1989 they did not mention once that he was a former three-time nwa world heavyweight champion which Absolutely. was great and and and, and 10 year old 11 year old Derek at the time i'm like they're not mentioning his his accolades and they put him in the polka dots. Mm -hmm. I, and that wasn't the Dusty that I grew up on, you know, talking about the the the, the wine and dines with kings and queens, slept in alley and dined on pork and beans, hard times, you know, feuding with Ric Flair and the, and the Four Horsemen. That's That was the Dusty that I grew up on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, cow, the cowboy. But Vince had another vision for him. Um, There were so many other, Ronnie, when Ron Garvin went to the WWF, there was no mention of him being a former NWA champion. Mm -hmm. When the when the art when Tully and Arn went to the WWF, there was no mention. I mean, they put the tag belts on him, which was cool, but they put him with Bobby Heenan, which gave them the credibility. Mm -hmm. But the, the only guy that they kind of gave it to was Ric Flair, and that was just the obvious because he brought the belt with him. Okay, it's Rick, yeah, also Ric Flair. It was Rick, I mean... it was Ric Flair, so it was it made sense. You know, obviously he brought the big gold belt because he was still in possession of it. And that was the only time where, you know, Vince would acknowledge 
You know what I'm saying? And of course, when Mickey James showed up at the Royal Rumble with the uh, the Knockouts Championship, I thought that was dope. But I just think that was just a, hey, we're sorry about the, the garbage bag incident, too. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's why I believe what that was about. But all in all, like I, they weren't going to mention no AEW in that promo. That promo was to promote the Royal Rumble and not AEW. Exactly. So why, again, would they mention anything involving AEW? Both of them left on interesting terms. Um, right. I say interesting because based on what we've seen and what we heard from Cody himself, it wasn't on bad terms, but it wasn't on good terms either. So we're going to say interesting terms. And we know right. why Punk left. So again, why would they put... WWE does not want you to Google things and find the competition. They do not want you to Google... No jade and realize that she was an aew you know what i mean like they specifically do not do those things for that reason they want to keep right. in-house in-house exactly so i mean as far as they're concerned punk went away for 10 years and was in la la land and hanging out and he hung he's out and he's he's back now and he and and it's crazy to think how punk legitimately looks the same from 10 years ago with of course, growing his hair out mm -hmm. and all that stuff. He looks like the old CM Punk. And he mm -hmm. seems to be having fun. That th that promo to me seemed like there was a collaborative effort with both of those guys talking about which direction they wanted to go in. Because when Punk said, "Hey, I'm more than I'm more the American Dream than you are," Oof. and then Cody spun the block and said, "Well, I'm more CM Punk than you are." That was that was cinema, mm -hmm. and I loved it. They didn't hit. I mean, there was a little bump, but when they went nose to nose, I said, "I said, hey Siri, please play my way by Limp Biscuit." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I said because that's what that remind me of. Like that's what that. I mean, literally, if if they could do a video montage of those two, I I hope they use that again. I really do for that specific. Uh, if they, because there's a rumor. That they may actually wrestle at WrestleMania, but not for the title. Yeah, that that seems to be the big rumor right now that Cody's not going. to... And it looks like it's going to get it's going to be Rock and um, Roman, Gunther. And Which Seth. is interesting because the Rock is at this point is a conflict of interest. You know what I mean? Like, not really, but kind of. It just looks like it'll look weird for the Rock to insert himself i mean i see what they're doing and why they're doing it for sure um but like think big picture like the rock's gonna go into the match and he's not gonna win it he's gonna go in right head of people's i mean he looked winded last time he like tussled on the tv like he looked winded very um, and we all know the rock is in shape but we also know that wrestling in shape is different than being able to do Ring cardio shape is a totally different it's, it's a, a totally, totally different, different beast right so like yes Very. the rock is in shape yes he's buff yes he works out all the time but again ring in shape is not the same thing as anything else yeah so again we'll see where this all you know lands us but with that being said let's talk about this this Saturday night's Royal Rumble that's going to be taking place at Tropicana Field. Not the first Royal Rumble that took place there. Obviously, during the um the the global pandemic and during the Thunderdome era, that's where basically WWE was filming a lot of their TV, Raw, SmackDown, and of course premium live events. But there's right now there's only four matches listed, mm -hmm. and I'll go over the first one, which is for the uh, the United States Championship. 
Uh, Logan Paul, who was um, gracing us with his presence, you part-timer you, defending <laughs> against Kevin Owens. Now, I don't think that uh, Logan Paul is going to drop the title here. I could be told, I would be totally surprised if he does, because I think for someone like him going into a WrestleMania with the U.S. title and going up against a very hot babyface, LA Knight, just, just put it out there. <laughs> I truly believe that um, Logan Paul will somehow retain the um, the United States Championship against Kevin Owens. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't see Logan Paul dropping. Um, I think that he has not had enough title defenses, and also all the eyes that Logan Paul brings to that championship belt, he takes it everywhere with him. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think he's dropping it anytime soon, or maybe he'll drop it this summer at SummerSlam. Um, but I don't foresee him dropping it before then. Yeah, I could. I mean, like I said, I truly believe that th uh, there has to be a hot, hot baby face to face a Logan Paul at a WrestleMania to make that title win mean so much more. And like I said, I think it's going to be LA Knight because it all goes back to that promo he cut on um, Logan Paul during the during the uh, Money in the Bank um, season mm -hmm. when he talked <laughs> when he was like burying his uh, YouTube channel and everything. So I could totally see that being the case, but we shall see. The next match is for the, of course, the, the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Roman Reigns, again, gracing us with his presence. You part-timer you. I'm only kidding, guys. <laughs> just kidding. Just tongue-in-cheek. I like Roman. Um, He's, he's defending against uh, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. Now, what this does, and I like the fact that LA Knight's in this match because this definitely gives him the rub against three legit main eventers and three former, you know, obviously two former world champions in LA, uh, Randy Orton and AJ Styles, and of course the champion Roman Reigns, who LA Knight just wrestled at um, Crown Jewel back in November. But being in a match like that, I think really gives the credibility of, okay, he is truly a main event guy. Mm -hmm. Now, I think... Roman's going to retain. Yeah. I think Roman's going to retain. And I think he goes to SummerSlam. He's, at this point, he's got to erase Hulk. Well, no, no, no. He, I think it's September is when he officially breaks uh, okay. Hogan's record. Because uh, this past, um, was it this past Tuesday, was the 40-year mm -hmm. anniversary of Hulk Hogan winning the World Wrestling Federation Championship against the Iron Sheik, which I actually watched that match on MSG Network when it happened. And that ushered in an era that's talked about today. That was the birth of, to me, the rock and wrestling era. Mm -hmm. Because that was, you're bringing in Cindy Lauper, you're bringing all these other outside, you know, figures, you know, preparing for the very first WrestleMania the following year. So now we're a mere 40 years later, you figure Hogan held the title four years in two weeks. Four years and two weeks because he dropped the title to uh, Andre on the main event NBC special. It was a Friday night, uh, Friday night uh, event live, mm -hmm. and um, from uh, the what was called it was the Bradley Center in um, Milwaukee. He he dropped the title. Of course, you know Ted they did the whole the twin referee deal, and you know of course Ted DiBiase buying the title. So that's when uh, that's when that title reign ended. So. If he surpasses Hogan, then there's only going to be two more at the top of the list, which is Bob Backlund, 
who held it for five years, who actually held, almost held it for almost six years. And then, of course, you have Bruno San Martino, which is like, that's just no another strategy. That. Yeah. No one's touching that. And I think Hunter has enough respect in the, for the business and respect for Bruno to kind of leave that leave that record alone. Mm -hmm. But I like I said, I do say um, Roman will face, I mean, will, will retain, and I will go into WrestleMania as the universal champion. And I think this will be the the year where he takes Hogan's record and uh, mm -hmm. sets it on fire. But maybe Cody could finish the story later on this year. We'll see. We'll definitely see. I it. think Cody finishing the story at Mania is just, I hate to say too easy, but I just feel like it's too easy. You know, like there's nothing really like, I don't know. I just, I think it's too easy. I think that Cody's path to finishing the story needs to be a little more complicated and a little more not straightforward. So yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I mean, I'll be honest with you. Can you imagine if they say Cody and Punk is going to close out night one of WrestleMania? Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Mm -hmm. Maybe if Seth, let's just say for argument's sake, is Seth, and let's just say if Gunther wins, and we'll get to the men's rumble in a second, but let's just say for argument's sake, if it's Gunther and Seth, and I think maybe to keep safe, you know, maybe Seth take it easy, whatever. Maybe that could open Mania night one. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And have Cody and Punk main event night one. Can you imagine two former AEW superstars main eventing WrestleMania? <laughs> Listen, let's go. I would tell Brian Danielson to tell Tony Khan to keep his phone down because I put his phone down because yeah, who knows? But. We're on the topic of Rumble matches, so let's talk about the Women's Rumble. Of course, this is the seventh Women's Rumble in history. You know, obviously the first one was in 2018 in Philadelphia. It was monumental, historic. I was so happy that the women were finally able to, you know, get their own match. It was about damn time. So, so far, there has only been six women named in this year's Royal Rumble. We have Bailey, Nia Jax, the man, Becky Lynch, the EST, Bianca Belair, Maxine Dupree, and Ivy Nile. So I want to say, I want to ask, who do you have winning and what surprises do you have for the women? I don't know who's winning. I think that could go. I have to see my final four to figure that out. I cannot predict who's winning the Rumble this year. Um, as far as surprises, because they didn't announce anybody, there's a lot of room for surprises. Um, and by surprises, I don't mean like big ticket stars. I do think you're going to probably have Michelle McCool. You're going to have like mm -hmm. some of your OGs for sure. Maybe this is when Trish comes back. You know, um, there's a lot of NXT girls. I would love to see Kalani Jordan in there. Mm -hmm. I would love to see Tiffany, like the Tiffany in there. Like I would love to see a lot of the NXT girls in there. I love um, Tiffany Stratton. I love her. Yes. Yes. I want to see her in the Women's Rumble. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious to see if we'll, you know, get a little uh, boss time in there or not. I'm curious to see if we'll feel the glow. Um, but I, I think there is enough women talent between the brands to not have to throw me 10 OGs. And that, again, I'm not hating on the OGs that pop back up. But again, if I have Tiffany Stratton and some newcomers that are do moving and shaking NXT, I would love to see them over a... Molly Holly. No shade to Molly Holly. Love Molly Holly. She's in a lot for the business. But just saying, if I had to pick, I picked the NXT girls 
over some of the OGs they bring back for shits and giggles. Now, I have a surprise. Call me crazy. Call me delusional. But I totally see my girl AJ Lee making a return to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't want to put too much stock into it. I love to see it. Absolutely. But I don't want to get my hopes high. Um, I don't want to get my hopes high. But I have winning the Royal Rumble. Bailey. Because this sets the table now for her facing. You know who? That's right. Mm-hmm. Eo Sky at WrestleMania. I think this is when that this is when I believe on the road to WrestleMania, they're gonna turn on oh, Bailey. Yeah. This remind this will remind me of when and this is an old storyline now. So a lot of old school wrestling fans are gonna appreciate this. When Sting was in the Four Horsemen in uh 89. And, you know, Flair was a baby face and everything. Then, obviously, you had Arn Anderson coming back. And then you had Ole Anderson. And Sting won a tournament and, and actually earned the right to wrestle Ric Flair for the title at um, Wrestle War 90. And they, ha- they had a confrontation. I'm not a confrontation, but they were doing an interview with Terry Funk at the Clash of the Champions, which was a couple in Corpus, in Corpus Christi, Texas, to be exact. February of um, 1990. And they and I think Ole Anderson told Sting, you're no longer a horseman. He said, you better give up that chance at, at facing Flair. And you bet you have to the end of the night to do it. And man, they beat him senseless. <laughs> they turned mm-hmm. on him and smacked him in his face. I mean, beat the crap out of Sting. Then, of course, Sting legit hurt his knee on the cage that night. And of course, Lex Luger ended up filling in for him. So they had to hold off that match with Flair until later that year at Great American Bash 90 and when Sting ended up winning the title. I mm-hmm. totally see this happening if Bailey wins the Royal Rumble, that damage control is going to is going to turn on Bailey and then this is going to have Bailey's babyface turn and she's going to she's going to beat EO Sky at WrestleMania. Your thoughts on that? I think that that would put Bailey back into the main picture. I think for the past year or so, Bailey's been in the background. She's been putting girls over. She's been working with damage control. She has not been the Bailey we know and that we knew. Um, so I think that would be the perfect kind of transition for her to go back to OG Bailey. But I got a question for you. What's Who up? was number 30 for the women? Number 30? Who's coming in 30? I also think we're going to see Jade. I don't think Jade will be number 30, but I think Jade's going to make her debut. But who do you think is going to be number 30? I think it could be Jade Cargill. You think that's the 30? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the anticipation, waiting, and wanting that she could be in the final four. Because now... I think she'll be in the final four, honestly. Absolutely. Because now you're talking about, ooh, who's she going to be in there against? Maybe she might have a... Jade, Bailey, Natalia... Mm, and, Nia ja- and, Ni- and Nia Jax. I don't hate it. Or Be- or Becky Lynn. Who knows? There, um, again, there's so many possibilities. You know what I mean? So I think Jade makes her debut at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And and, and, and let's and let's get this moving on to the Royal to uh, to WrestleMania season. Yeah, I see Jade definitely debuting um, this weekend for sure. I yeah. think that 
um it's time i think that unfortunately you know I, we all know that her mother passed away but i think yeah. that regardless she was going to debut at the rumble i didn't see her coming before then no 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 so no wanted no, to no, put no, the no. time the energy and the effort into building her and getting her ready for what she needed to do um so mm -hmm. i think regardless to how that sliced or dice that she was going to be um in the rumble so got it mm -hmm. now we move on to the uh the men's rumble match and so far we have 11 name so far so we have cody rhodes cm punk shinsuke nakamura bobby lashley drew mcintyre gunta chad gable otis akira tozawa kofi kingston and mr money senior money in the bank damian priest so your thoughts on any surprises you think might pop up who you think is going to be number 30, and who do you have winning the Royal Rumble? I think Brock's coming back. Mm, okay. Um, but the interesting thing about Brock is Brock going to take turn on to L, so I got to see how that's going to play out. Um, mm. But I think Brock is coming back. Um, I think that the I think Hulk is going to be there, unfortunately. I uh, don't want to see that, but I who? think he's Hulk Hogan. I don't want to see it, but he's. I think he's going to be in the Rumble. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, I don't want to see. I think that's the reason why he's been on this press tour and like staging all of these things. I don't believe that that situation that happened was real. I think it's interesting that that man had a camera crew and press there for him to get baptized. I think I think he's on a, on a tour. That's all. I'm, I'm leaving it at that and moving on. Um, Please, yeah. I don't know who's going to be number 30. Um, I don't think Damian Price is going to win because he's got the money in the bank. So I don't of, course. of course. Um, but as far as winning, I think it's good there. Yeah, because he was he basically went up he went he was he went um coast to coast last year. I think it's time for Guther to get into the main title picture. I'm not saying that he has not done a lot of work for the title that he has now, but I think it's time for him to get into the main the main um he's shown that he can work on the mic. We all know he can get busy in the ring. I think Seamus is gonna come back too. I can see that. Yeah, so I mean So Seamus might be my number 30, honestly. Yeah, um, I can see Seamus. Seamus being number 30. Okay. And I think that it's going to come down to, I think in the final four, I don't know who the other two are going to, uh, probably Punk, Seth, Cody. Punk and Cody, Punk, Cody, Gunther, and uh, Sheamus in my final four. I could see that. I could totally see that happening. Of course, we can never, ever forget our boy Kofi Kingston doing a wild spot at the oh, Royal Rumble. Oh, have to. Have to. 100%. why he's there. <laughs> so we have our winner. We have our projected winner. I mean, I have Gunther winning it. I mean, I do. Okay. Um, Seamus, I mean, I, that was a really good, um, suggestion, but I also think that I think Trick is going to be in the Royal Rumble. I think Mello's going to be in the Royal Rumble because, you know, yeah. obviously Mello's been doing some spots on SmackDown. Um, I think that's the case. That'll be cool. Um, I think Ricochet is going to be in there. Oh, 100%. He'll, he'll, he's Ricochet. got spots too. He's going to be Rico a spot Ricochet, Yeah, Ricochet will be in there. Um, you, again, you just never know. You know what could happen. Heck, you know what? Here's here's one. Remember when they said a few months ago that Ken Shamrock re-signed with WWE? Oh, you shoot! I almost cursed. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I know we curse here, but I almost said a really bad word. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yo, he's definitely popping. He's gonna be in the top fifteen, though. I mean, that's he's gonna she's gonna show up in early. early. Yeah, he he's might be like early. number seven, number eight. Yeah, he's gonna be like before that. fifteen. He's gonna be early. That way, he can get in, do some work before like the big boys show up. Yep, I think. But man, what what would be dope if he went face to face with Brock? That would mm -hmm. be crazy. 
You know what I mean? So who knows? And honestly, what what wouldn't shock me though, because I don't think Ronda Rousey has signed a contract with um Ring anybody. of Honor with anybody. No, she so, said no. She said she hasn't signed one. Yes, I mean, who knows? Maybe with now now with this whole TKO thing or whatever, you just never know. You know, money talks. They may lure her back. So I get I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, they lured Naya back for uh and then she came back full time. Um, but even then, like it was supposed to initially just be for the rumble and they ended up offering her a full offering her a thing. So I mean, right. even if she just comes back for the one off, I sure. I could totally see Rhonda doing a one off and maybe Sonya her... Deville. We forgot about your girl. I think she's coming back too. Sonya, Isn't well, she cleared? I don't know if she's cleared or not. I know she's been mm. um, rehabbing and everything. Again, I'm not privy to anything. Right. I don't I never ever asked Daria about like anything regarding work Absolutely. at all. I don't I don't, you know, I, I treasure my friendships and I, I just don't give away anything. Don't cross those lines. I don't, I don't cross those lines. It's strictly, you know, I, I remember the only thing about work that I talked to her about was when she won the tag belts with um Chelsea Green. And I just remember because I I'm I guess I'm one of the few people that I can call by our shoot name. And I just called her by her first and middle name, Daria Ray, I called her. And I was like, I still remember the conversation I had with her in the car when we first met. And she mm -hmm. said she wanted to make it. And I said, well, God damn it, you made it. I said, congrats on winning your first title. And she sent me these crying emojis talking about thank you so much. I mean, it's all good, man. I was so I was so happy for it. And it just sucks that the injury thing came in. But mm -hmm. And kudos to Chelsea Green, though, man. Like, she is an unsung hero in that company because she's been really – like on the in on the sports entertainment end of it, I mean, cool. She's really good in the ring, mm -hmm. but just her character work is just so over the top. You know what I mean? That mm -hmm. it's just so good. She's so good at what she does. Well, before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you and um, social media, the whole nine. All right, you guys can find me um, weekly on the Mid Carters and Catering podcast. Um, and if you want to find me directly, I am H-I-I-G-A-B-I-I -I -I at um, Twitter. I am there on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook. All right. Well, uh, Gabby, again, as always, you know, you're the contributor, you know, to this show. You're important. I'm glad you're here and, you know, much success to you in, in your other endeavors with podcasting. And um, I know we got some women's wrestling to be talking about soon on your on your platform. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be coming soon because there's a lot of things we got to get into on that. Mm -hmm. I'll be tuning you all in in regards to when that will take place. But, you know, as as always, thank you so much for joining. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the Dealing Podcast. Once again, I want to thank Gabby for coming on and talking about this exciting week in the world of professional wrestling. You know, of course, as always, I wish her all the best and what she continues to do with her podcast and everything she has going on. Um. Again, I say it before and I say it again, subscribe. You know, if you have, you know, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any any platform that you're listening to this show on, hit the subscribe button so you automatically get all new content every single week. And of course, if there's some bonus content, you'll always get that as well. My social media is at the real DT Lou on most platforms except Facebook, which is that is Derek T. Lewis official page. Of course, my single Espacion can be heard on all platforms, so make sure you're checking that out. Shout out to Angie Stars for helping me create an awesome song. The music video can be seen on platforms like Vivo, YouTube, Apple Music, 
and title. So make sure you giving the song and the music video some love. We definitely appreciate that. Well, you know, I'm going to get out of here. And like I always say, no matter what it is you do in life, always remember to make it count. See you next time.